What's up, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of College Hockey Talk. I'm your host, Matt. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. And on today's podcast, I'm joined by former Boston University Terrier, Alexis Woloshuk. However, before we get to her interview, I'd just like to ask if you can please follow our social media accounts on YouTube, Twitter, and Instagram at College Hockey Talk. Also, follow our Spotify page and subscribe to our Apple Podcast page and leave a rating and review. Doing these things helps our podcast grow, helps new people find us, and I'll really appreciate it if you did those things. It means a lot to me. Now, like I just mentioned, our guest today is former Boston University Terrier Alexis Woloshuk. We talk about many things throughout this interview, and we talk about her college hockey career as well, and we also had some fun in the non-hockey segment. So, without further ado, here's the interview with Alexis. Enjoy, everyone. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of College Hockey Talk. On today's podcast, I'm joined by former Boston University Terrier, Alexis Woloshuk. Welcome to the podcast, Alexis, and how's everything going? I'm doing pretty well. How are you? I'm doing all right, you know, just enjoying uh, the Super Bowl weekend. Yeah. I'm not a big football gal, but I, I do know that it's this weekend, so. And Brady's in it. I yeah, mean, definitely. I'm from Boston. I got to know that, so. Definitely, definitely. I would definitely be rooting for Tom this weekend. But what have you been up to recently since the pandemic's been going on for almost a year now? Yeah, it's crazy to think it's been that long. Um, you know, I think that, I, I mean, I'm still, I'm a female professional athlete, so I obviously still work. And um, so I've been working remotely, so that's kept me busy. I guess I've been, I've been lucky in that aspect. Um from a hockey perspective, I think just doing everything I can, depending on where I am and what the restrictions are at any given time, kind of just trying to do my best to, you know, take every day as a new day and do everything I can to stay on track and the athletic side of things. And yeah, so it, it's been busy, to be honest. I, I don't think I've, I've had a lot of spare time, which is, which is good. So. Definitely, definitely. Yeah. And, uh, um, working with the PWHPA, I noticed that they announced that there's going to be a thing going on in Madison Square Garden this month. Uh, do you want to talk about that for a little bit? Yeah, that's super exciting. Obviously, that's that's history in the making. Um, that'll be our two um, American teams there. So um, due to the COVID stuff, the Canadian teams can't get down there. Um, they're still sorting some of that out, and hopefully we, we get a we get to see some games up here too, um, but the restrictions in Canada are a little bit tighter right now. So that'll be our two U.S. teams, but obviously that's that's huge and it's super exciting for all of us. And I mean, it's the first, you know, the first time that females are going to take the ice in Madison Square Garden. So I, I think it's super cool. Definitely. Now I want to start off this podcast by talking about the beginning of your hockey career. You're from Winnipeg, Manitoba. How did you start playing hockey and falling in love with the sport? Yeah, so um, my family, 100%. Um, you know, I think when I was, I was probably on skates at three and a half and um, had a stick in my hands not long after. I had an older brother who played, uh, so that was definitely a factor. And um, I, my parents put me in a bunch of different sports when I was super young and I think just as I started to grow up, I gravitated to hockey and um, yeah, I mean, I always wanted to beat my older brother. So that was definitely a motivating factor, but yeah, definitely my family. Now, who, who was your favorite player growing up? Um, you know what? I, 
weird pick being on Mad Men, but it was Jonathan Taves, and I think it was just because of his work ethic. I um, I started doing office training really young, and I gotta sometimes see him like in the gym off the ice and then on the ice and stuff like that. And then I followed his career, and it was just super super cool to see how hard he worked off the ice and in practice or in the summer. And then I got to go see him, you know, play. And I think that that for me was super inspiring. So I'd say that he's my favorite player growing up. Now, before Boston University, you played for the Pursuit of Excellence School. How did you get the opportunity to play there? Um, so I'm from Winnipeg. So uh, they run Edge of Excellence camps, camps in the summers out in Winnipeg. Uh, and I had gone to them for years, um, I think multiple weeks, even in the summer, my parents would sign me up for. And uh, I remember at that point I was playing with the boys. So I think D-Roy got in contact with my parents, um, the owner of the Pursuit of Excellence at that time. And, you know, from there, uh, my parents made the decision to um, send me over the Pursuit. And, and yeah, I guess that's how. Yeah, what was your favorite memory with the Pursuit of Excellence? Ooh, uh, so many. Uh, I had a lot of fun up there. That was that was living the dream at that age. Um, I'd say the favorite memory would probably just be, we did a lot of road trips. Uh, or I shouldn't say road trips, I should say. Uh, we flew to Ontario a lot when we uh, developed the girls program just for tournaments and stuff. And I'd say, Probably some of my favorite memories were just um, being with the girls, coming back on those flights late at night, and then uh, just being around the team and uh, spending that time with the girls. And I guess that's that's when some friendships I have still today developed. So those would probably be my, my favorite memories, just long road trips. Yeah, definitely. And how did playing for the Pursuit of Excellence help prepare you for college hockey? Because I know you were mentioning that you're from Winnipeg and you obviously had to leave home at such a young age. How did you handle that? And did that help uh, prepare you for college hockey? Yeah, I think so. Um, It definitely makes you uh, mature pretty quick when you have to go away from home at such a young age. Obviously, you you learn a bunch of skills that um, would transfer over to make the college transition a little smoother. But I think more than anything, what Pursuit prepared me for was just the time management aspect. Um, because I was at Pursuit for so long and we had super long days. I think when I went there, I don't know what it's like now, um, but we had two hours of ice, an hour of off ice, hour of skills, three and a half, four hours of school. So there was a lot going on in your day. So I would say just time management was the biggest thing that it taught me um, going into college because when you when you do go to college and you're playing in the NCAA, it's a lot to handle at once. So I would say that was the that was the biggest preparation factor. Yeah, and you were also a member of the Canadian U18 team during the 2010 series with the United States. What was it like getting the opportunity to represent your country and play for that team? Yeah, it was super cool. Um, I think anytime, I mean, anyone gets to represent their com- country, it's obviously a it's a it's a super cool feeling, um, especially when you're that young. Uh, you know, for females especially, you grow up just idolizing um, Team Canada because there was no professional hockey that I was aware of when I was that age. And um, for females, and um, yeah, it was a super cool moment. I remember all my family was out in Lake Placid, and um, 
you get to meet so many like-minded uh, individuals at that age and it's it, all all in all a great experience um was so much fun and just such a great experience so yeah definitely and you also won a bronze medal with team manitoba at the 2011 national women's u18 championship talk about that medal and what does it mean to you even today yeah so uh that i think that medal more than anything it's just a memory of that experience um you know the canada winter games is a super super cool experience for someone that age it's almost like a mini canadian olympics in a sense um and you're there with your province um i did, i remember that game um i think i was partners with hallie krasaniak who's still one of my friends today and uh that whole that whole winter games just uh is, is such a cool experience for young canadian athletes um you get to learn so much you get to see so much so i think that the medal today is just kind of like a symbol of those memories and those people you met so yeah yeah talk about your recruiting process and why did you choose to go to boston university um the recruiting process yeah it's so that age i mean it's pretty crazy process to think about now that you go through when you're so young i think um you know you have i mean for me i had was talking to quite a few schools at the time and uh it's a lot it's a lot to handle and process i don't even think you really notice it all at that age um i definitely had a lot of help from my parents and guidance so i'm super grateful for that um i i it was i think the deciding factor for me on to go to bu and to be in boston specifically was those fly downs i think those are huge um those are super cool a lot of fun and I think that was ultimately the deciding factor for me when I knew I wanted to be in Boston was when I went on that fly down and I thought the city was just so cool. I love the energy and um, that was that was it for me. So. Yeah. And what was the biggest adjustment you had to make to college hockey as a freshman? Was it the mental side of the game, making quicker decisions with the puck? Or was it more just the physicality of the game, playing against players that were four years older than you when you were a freshman? Uh, I think it was a bit of both. I think, yeah, I for sure, especially then, I think that college was a, there was, there was a big strength jump there. Um, for me, I think that was probably the most challenging thing was to, to build that strength to keep up with the, uh, the, the older players there. Um, but I think it's all around, like it's mental and physical, that jump, it, it, it's definitely a jump coming out of a, a prep school or an academy and going over to college and um, I think that's true of the female and the male game so there was a lot of adjustment there and um, yeah I mean you have all the coaching and all the support in the world though to make it happen so yeah what was it like playing under head coach Brian DeRocher and what did you learn under him during your time with BU yeah uh, he's awesome um, I think Brian and uh, he's just such a good human being, you know, um, he's someone who still keeps in touch with all of us this day, and no matter what class you graduated in, I think you're guaranteed to get a call on your birthday for sure. Um, he, he's just, uh, he cares about his players for sure. He cares about their development and he cares about, um, you know, making sure that they're on track and yeah, he, he, it was a, it was a good experience playing underneath him. Um, for sure. I learned a lot. Um, 
grew a lot as a player as well. Um, now, in your sophomore season, you played against Boston College in the Hockey East Finals. Talk about that game and scoring that uh, scoring a goal in that game against the fourth-ranked team in the country. Sheesh, I don't even remember. Um, yeah, I, th- I think I remember that game now. Um, you know, I think it just like I remember more so winning than anything. And um, obviously, those are cool moments. Those playoffs, um, when you're in the NCAA regardless, it's just – such a there's so much weight behind it um that you've never really felt before and the energy it's just unmatched and uh being with those players that you're at the same school with for four years and going through those experiences together I think it's yeah it's it's pretty special it's pretty exciting times when something like that happens and um it's definitely a definitely a rush of endorphins and a lot of fun out there so yeah, and talk about getting the chance to play against Minnesota in the national tournament that year. And what did you take away from that experience, even though you lost? Um, yeah, the tournament's a super cool experience. That's um, that's we had a we had a really strong team that year. They were we were incredible. Um, being in the tournament, it's it's so professional. It's so well done as a female athlete when you get to be there. It's a it's a pretty cool experience to see. Um, you know, you just learn a lot about, I think, the professionality of the sport and it's, it's pretty exciting to be a part of. It's just, it's, it's cool to be there, you know? Yeah, definitely. Especially at Ritter Arena, which is one of the top arenas in college hockey. What was it like uh, playing in that atmosphere? Yeah, it's crazy. That, that was awesome. Um, I remember, I'm pretty sure it was packed. Um, there was so much energy in the building. It was, that was, I, yeah, I remember that game pretty vividly. It was, it was super cool to see. Um, you know, you don't see that every day as a female athlete. So when that, that, that happens, you truly just soak it in and enjoy it. Yeah. And uh, you got your second um, hockey championship win against Boston college again, who was another top ranked team at the time. What was it like to win that championship a second year in a row? And what did it mean to you? Yeah, that was super cool. Um, I think it was, really cool to see because some players have won um I could be wrong but I think that was three or four in a row even at that that point for BU so it was was super cool to be a part of to be a part of you know um I think we eventually got to a dynasty and um it was just it's at that point it's it's the history aspect right and it's bigger than you and I think that's a super special moment to just take in with alum and be, take it back to the school and, you know, just celebrate with the team and the program and yeah, super cool moment. Yeah, definitely. And talk about playing in hockey East and what's it like playing in that conference? Hockey East is a great conference. Um, You know, from a player's perspective, it's super competitive from an academic perspective. It's um, super competitive as well. It's, it's great schooling over there and you have a pretty good travel schedule too. So, you know, I'm, I'm grateful. I made that choice to go down to hockey East and I enjoyed my time there. Yeah, definitely. You then got your second national tournament experience when you played Wisconsin in the national tournament, even though your team lost that game as well, what did you take away from that experience and how did it differ from your time uh, from your first national tournament experience against Minnesota? Yeah. At that time, I think, um, you know, you're older. So it's, um, you're 
I was uh, more experienced and um, more excited to to have that experience and that opportunity again. Um, unfortunately, we did lose, but I do remember my whole family came out there and, um, you know, I was close to the end of my career in the NCAA at that point, and it was, um, it was a special moment to have my family out there at the tournament and, or I, I guess in the, the uh, what was it, the semifinals, I think, or the quarterfinals? Yeah. yeah the quarterfinals. Um, so it was, it's always super cool when your family gets to come down, especially when it's on something, uh, on a game that's as big as that was. So it was a, a fun experience as well. Now, coming into your senior year, what type of leadership did you want to bring? And were you more of a vocal or lead-by-example type of player? Definitely lead-by-example. I'm a quieter person, I think, in general. Um, so I, I definitely always choose to just try and lead with my actions. And, um, you know, I'm not a, a, a huge vocal person in the dressing room. So I think for me, it was always making sure that I was leading by example and I was doing things that, you know, were a good example for those those younger players and making sure that I was there in a one-on-one -on -one atmosphere if any of those players needed anything. So, Yeah, definitely. Did you learn anything from past leaders that helped your leadership skills when you were a senior? Absolutely. Um, I definitely took bits and pieces from – we had some great leaders there and um, some that definitely led by example. Even Marie Phillips Lynn was an amazing leader and um, – on the quieter side so uh definitely learned a lot from them on just how they how they acted how they handled situations now in your senior year you lost in the hockey semifinals against boston college what was the difference between that game your junior year versus the game you had your senior year and what emotions were you feeling after losing that game especially since it was your final college hockey game yeah that was a tough game um yeah, it's super emotional. Um, I think when your career um, as an NCAA athlete is coming to an end, especially as a female, there's a lot of emotion behind it because, you know, uh, with the state of professional women's hockey, especially at that time, uh, there was a lot of uncertainty and um, just like, you know, is this it for the sport for me? Is it it for the sport competitively for me? And, um, I'm obviously lucky and grateful today that I will continue to play professionally, but at that point, um, as a senior in general, it's just a really emotional time to know that, you know, your, your time as a Terrier has come to an end, especially when it happens like that. So. Yeah. What was your favorite memory with Boston university? Oh, um, that's tough. I think winning hockey East, um, that last time that we won Hockey East, I think that was the, the most uh, the, the most special memory I have and just being with the girls afterwards. And um, it was a special moment. And I think my dad was out there as well. Um, but that, that was super special and uh, it meant a lot for the program, um, for me as an individual. And at that time I was, a little older and you know you kind of you get to soak it in a little bit more so that would, that's what I would say is my uh, favorite. 
Yeah, definitely. And you also got to play in some Beanpot games as well during your college hockey career. Talk about playing in those games because being from Boston, that's like the best uh, Mondays and Tuesdays of the year. <laughs> yeah, that's, a, that's, I think, my favorite Tuesday I've ever lived. Either <laughs> <laughs> Monday and Tuesdays I've ever lived, for sure. Uh, that tournament's so cool for the males and for the females um, in Boston. There's so much hype around it. Um, and it just, it when you get to play in that tournament, you truly uh, get to see all the culture that, you know, Boston has and the history it has from a hockey perspective. And it's a super cool experience. I mean, from the female side and the male side all around, you know, you have the band there, you've got a lot of fans. It's just a really fun experience. Yeah, definitely. I think people who aren't from Boston just don't get it. But being from Boston, it's so much fun. And I love watching it every year. And I think as a player, it must be fun to play in it every year as well. Absolutely. It's a blast. It's it's super fun and I mean obviously there's a lot at stake too because there's just so much weight behind it but now you got to play with some incredible teammates throughout your college hockey career as well one of those was Marie Philip Pallon what was it like playing with her and what was she like as a teammate both on and off the ice Mm -hmm. so she's awesome I um I remember when I knew I was going to the same school as her um being that I was in the team Canada program I was so nervous to even meet her and she is just, you know, one of the most humble, um, kind people that you could meet. And obviously on the ice, she's phenomenal. You know, she's so skilled. Um, it's crazy. You can learn so much from just even watching her as a player. And um, yeah, she's, she's uh, she definitely leads by example, but, and she's a little shy even. So it just speaks to how humble she is for how incredible as a player and just a person she is. And um, honestly, probably um, one, of, one of the best human beings I've ever met. She's just an incredible person. So. Yeah, and you also got to play with Rebecca Leslie, who in my opinion is one of the most underrated Boston University Terriers. Uh, what was it like to play with her and talk about her as a teammate as well? Yeah, Becca's also a great person. One of my good friends when I was at B- BU, for sure. Um, she's a lot of fun to be around um, and a great player. I think you're right there, and she's super skilled. You know, I think it's easy for female to um, players like Rebecca to fly under the radar a bit, especially uh, from a national perspective. And, you know, that's someone who I think um, leads by example with her hard work. And, you know, she's – she's kept on it even if she has been uh, a little under the radar uh, recently and you know she's crazy skilled she's a great person she's a lot of fun to be around and one of my best friends so yeah and we're now in the non-hockey segment of the podcast and my first non-hockey question to you is what's your favorite thing about Boston uh um Newberry Street for sure um my bank account probably didn't like it but uh I I had a lot of fun on Newberry Street that was probably my favorite part of the city. It's a, it's a super cool spot. Um, so. Now, if you could have lunch with anyone in the world, who would it be and why? Ooh. Jeez. I, I don't know. I think this might be a weird answer, but I think because I um, have lived in so many different places, if I could have lunch with anyone, it would be, I got to bring all my friends to one place for lunch. I think that would be it because I haven't seen so many of my friends in so long. Um, yeah, that's a great answer. Now, what is your biggest pet peeve? Ooh, um, 
I don't like germs, so something to do with that maybe. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. Um, maybe like, I don't, I also don't, I really don't like when people like talk with their mouth full or chew with their mouth open, so maybe that. I'm with you on the germ one, especially now when people don't cover their mouth when they sneeze or cough. It's absolutely yeah. disgusting, especially uh-huh. during now, like I said, because think the coronavirus yeah. is spreading crazy. Yeah, I never liked it before, but now for sure, even more so. Now, speaking of your teammates, who was the funniest teammate you ever played with at BU? The funniest? Um, I would give that to Victoria Bach. Now, who had the best style you ever played with besides yourself, obviously? Um, ooh, who had good style? On the ice or off the ice? What are you talking about? Uh, how about let's do both? Oh, um, I think Russo has pretty good style off the ice. Um, on the ice, let's go with Pooh. Definitely, definitely. Now back to some hockey questions now. You got to play with the Markham Thunder in the CWHL. Talk about your experience there. Um, yeah, that, that was it was cool. Um, so I played in Sweden for a year and then I came back over to the CWHL. Uh, it, it was a super cool experience to be playing professionally in Canada at that time. Um, obviously, I'd never done that before. So um, that was a super cool experience to kind of see what it was like over here and um, I got to meet a lot of new people. Um, I fell in love with the new city, obviously. I'm still still over playing in Toronto. So um, it was a great experience. Yeah, and uh, how, what should be done to help grow women's hockey? I know you're a member of the PWHPA. What are you trying to do with that organization to help grow the sport? Yeah, I think, you know, we're – we're ultimately trying to grow the game for the next generation. You know, that's our goal. And I think with that, um, what, what you can do, what anyone can do is, you know, just help with exposure. And I, I'm a firm believer, if, you know, she can see it, she can be it and she can believe that. So I think that's it. I think that's our goal. You know, we just want to be more visible for that next generation. We want to create something that lets them play, um, full-time because obviously all of us that aren't um on that national program you know we still have to work jobs and i think that that's what that's our end goal is creating that sustainable league so um from a from a micro perspective i think it's just making sure more eyes are on female hockey in general you know the more eyes the better um whether that's a like on something or a reshare anything helps definitely i hope this podcast is a platform that can help grow women's hockey as well Absolutely. Now, what should I do as an interviewer to improve this podcast and make this platform better? I think you're doing a great job. Like I said, I, I really appreciate that you're um, incorporating females into into the podcast. I think that's huge and um, treating us as equals. That's awesome. So uh, kudos to you and uh, we appreciate it. And um, yeah, I think you're doing a great job. Keep it up. Well, I appreciate you coming on, Alexis. It really means a lot to me. Do you have any shout-outs you'd like to make before we let you go? Shout-outs? Ah, I don't think so. Maybe my mom and dad will listen to this, so maybe I can give them a shout-out. <laughs> Tell them thank you. I don't know. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for coming on, Alexis. I really appreciate it. Enjoy the rest of your day. I also want to let you know that you were one of my favorite players in college hockey, and it means a lot, it means a lot to me that you came on this podcast.
Thank you so much. I appreciate you saying that. It means a lot. No problem. Take care, and I'll talk to you soon. All the best. Bye-bye. Have a good weekend. Thanks, you too. I just wanted to say thank you so much to Alexis for coming on the podcast. I really appreciate it. It means a lot to me. Uh, Thank you, everyone, for listening to this episode. That means a lot to me as well. And I'll see you guys tomorrow with another great episode. Take care, everyone, and have a great day. Bye. So play